Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to Tea Time, episode 0.5. Uh, this is not an official episode. This is more of an introduction episode. So uh, it's going to be rough because I've never really recorded before. Uh, I've already started this process over multiple times. I don't have a actual script in front of me, more bullet points. And I'm learning that maybe I need more of a script or I need to learn that I can make mistakes uh, and that's kind of how podcasts are. Um, this podcast has the intention of being a organic, uh, growing podcast, an organic vegetable podcast to be specific. Um, every week I aim to, uh, deliver a whole podcast, um, don't necessarily know how long the episodes will be. I'm shooting for something reasonable. I, I've listened to three hour long podcasts before six hour long podcasts before. Uh, and it's a bit much, uh, it has its place for certain things. Don't get me wrong, but, um, I'm looking for, uh, a commute to work or, you know, lunch break type of listen. So I'm, I'm aiming for 20, 25 minutes, maybe even less. Who knows how fast I talk. Um, it could be down to 10 to 15 minutes and maybe depending on the vegetable, there's definitely more to say about certain vegetables than there is about others. Um, although they all have their place. Um, I wanted to take this approach uh, and and deep dive this way because I personally have had a tough time finding a podcast about specific things I'm looking for. Um, whether my tomatoes have some disease I don't know or why, uh, why carrots grow funny in certain soils or, um, well, why did my radishes go to flower instead of, uh, produce an actual root? Um, all these questions can be answered maybe on a quick Google search, but some can't. And, uh, and in a podcast form, I haven't found really a reliable source. Um, and maybe I'm not searching far and wide, but if this can be a solace point for a couple people that uh, want to learn maybe more about specific vegetables, not listen to every episode and just listen to ones that they struggle with, or if they find my information useful, they can listen to this. So certainly everyone could listen to every episode. Um, so that's, the point of the episode, the point of every episode, the point of the podcast, really, um, eventually it can transform into something different. Um, I would love to eventually have guests or, um, different speakers who can give me a little bit more of their opinion or just have something more interesting to say or to break up the monotony of my voice. Um, albeit I know I don't have the most aesthetically pleasing radio voice. Um, Sorry about that. Uh, my chickens just flipped a shit, and I wanted to make sure that uh, a fox didn't get them or anything. Um, so, yeah, we're talking about uh, having guests on. Uh, I'd love to have other farmers on the podcast uh, give a little bit of the insight to, to maybe something that they love growing or, or know a little bit more about than, than me. Um, there's a lot of vegetables out there. There's a little, it's, It can be quite diverse within each vegetable. Um so it's important to have uh, other opinions. Uh, as far as who's this podcast for, um, I hope it's for a lot of people. I hope it's for the um, intro gardener who's just grown flowers and now starts wants to start to grow 
food for their family or for themselves. Um, it's for the people living in the city who dream of having a garden someday or want to start an urban farm. Um, it can be for people who just want to get into the green revolution, um, who want to get a part of, uh, this, this local movement, this local farm, um, culture that we are, are starting to adopt, at least in some of the more uh, affluent areas right now, uh, are really having a good time at, at kind of adopting this. And, and farmers markets are definitely um, on the rise and they're kind of like a trendy thing to go to. Um, and I have my whole set of opinions on that, but I'm hoping it can help there. I can help, maybe it can even help <clears throat> or can be for um, a kid looking to get into studying vegetables, crops, um, plant, plant biology, whatever it may be. Um, or a kid looking to get into agriculture. Maybe he, maybe someone, maybe you're 16 years or years old right now and you want to grow something at your family, in your family garden instead of just flowers or, or ornamental things. Um, so I'm hoping it has a plethora of information. And, and if you're an experienced farmer or gardener, um, Maybe it's just something that you want to digest again and again and again. And so maybe you want to listen to what I have to offer or, or information I have to give about tomatoes or, or whatever it may be. Um, so I hope it reaches a wide range of people. Um, it may, it may only reach zero people. Um, so who knows? Who knows? Uh, I'm just going to, I just do this because well, over the past four years of being an organic farmer, I've I've, uh, I've recruited a lot of information, and, and I feel like I can be of help. And I think a lot of people kind of misevaluate how um, how easy it can be to grow your own food, how easy it can be to uh, get into this, um, as long as you have a little section of of, of yard. Um, you can convert it into a garden. And, and I'll be honest with you, if you convert your whole yard into a garden and that way you don't have to mow and waste, um, waste time and, and gasoline and, um, things like that, uh, the better. So I feel like anyone can really have a garden. Um, and it's just a matter of having the ambition. So if I can help inspire people to do that, that'd be great. Um, so yeah, uh, a little bit about me. Um, I don't want to go into a lot of detail, but I'll, it does go back a little far. Um, so I'll try my hardest to sum it up. I, I recorded it earlier and it was just a bit too long um, with a lot of different complications in between. So I'm re-recording. So maybe now that I've said it out loud once, it, I can abbreviate. Um, so I, uh, I went to school um, at the University of Illinois for uh, crop sciences with a concentration in plant biotechnology and molecular biology, uh, which is really just a fancy way of saying plant genetics um, with more of a concentration in terms of crops, not just at plants in general, but more, more and even more of a concentration since we were in Illinois of uh, corn and soybean. Uh, basically, my degree was... Uh, uh, funded, if you want to say that, or designed to work at uh, Monsanto and Pioneer, which are, well, Pioneer is now owned by Monsanto. So 
they were two huge seed pr- producers of, uh, of corn and soybean, of genetically modified corn and soybean. Um, and they kind of have the monopoly on the seed market for corn and soybeans, which is the primary, primary crop grown in the United States, um, especially in the Midwest. Uh, but uh, it's used in everything, right? So it's, it's grown at a high rate. And uh, these companies have monopolized on it. And, uh, and uh, it's kind of, it's very bad business ethics. And even science, science ethics, it, it can be um, questionable too. Uh, the whole GMO debate is something that I could definitely weigh in on, on, a, on its own like little extra episode. But it's definitely not something I, I plan on talking about every time. Um, so, uh, yeah, I got my degree, uh, on my last year of my degree, I worked at an energy farm, which was, uh, involved in growing, uh, researching different plants, uh, mostly grasses, perennial grasses, um, for cellulosic ethanol conversion. It was funded by BP and my professor, which I helped, uh, was also doing some research for Monsanto. So, uh, I have a little bit of experience in the industrial agricultural sector. Um, I definitely have a lot of education on the industrial agricultural sector. Um, fast forward to four years, or I graduated in 2013, 2014, and uh, that's 2019. So fast forward five years, and I uh, I have been working on an organic fruits and vegetable farm for the last four years. Um, this is my fourth year. And, uh, excuse me. Uh, and so that happened by, uh, I just moved to the Northeast to follow my parents and to continue to live under the free rent. And, uh, the number one question everyone asked me with my degree, whenever we had a family gathering or, or I would see my friends was, so you went to school to become a farmer. And at the time my, my, uh, my dad grew up in a farming community, grew up a farmer. His, his dad, my grandpa, uh, farmed for a living, to make a living, um, and uh, farmed corn. And then obviously uh, they grew every vegetable that they needed for the house. And if they didn't grow a vegetable, they would barter their next door neighbor who did grow the vegetable or fruit or whatever. Um, and so, yeah, my dad grew up a farmer and, and no longer is a farmer. He made it out of, of, of that. Um, but so it's in my family. Um, but for whatever reason, I would take that kind of as an insult because everyone, there's a very negative uh, country bumpkin style of uh, stereotype on, on, uh, on being a farmer. And so uh, I would, I would kind of give him the answer of like, no, I'm, you know, I studied crop genetics, blah, blah, blah. Um, but so I moved to the Northeast and lo and behold, an opportunity came up to have a paid internship at a local organic farm um, where they primarily, um, primarily have the business model of a CSA or community supported agriculture. And if you don't know what that means, it's basically people buy a stock into the farm in, in the winter when the farm isn't really producing a lot of vegetables, obviously, because it's cold. Um, and so they buy stock in the winter and then we owe them vegetables in the summer. And so families will come and pick up once a week for 16, 17 weeks in the summer. And, uh, and that was our way of, uh, 
paying them back in a way. Um, but it gave us, gave the farm kind of upfront money to get, get the year going. And from there to make their own money through their store or through the restaurants. Um, it's a very popular model, although it's, I would say it's on the decline, at least in a lot of areas as, uh, as the invention or the, um, the popular websites of like Blue Apron and Purple Carrot and uh, HelloFresh have come about. Um, people are just too busy to cook their own food um, or too busy to shop for their own food. Um, so, uh, but anyway, I started there as an intern. Um, I, uh, the second year, the farm or field manager left. And so I was like pseudo field manager, more of like an apprentice learning the ropes still, still, and to this day still. I mean, if you're not learning, then uh, you're not doing something right. Um, you can never be at the top, top. Either should, you should always be a student of the game. Um, but so then the uh, the third year, I was, I would say, more of a, the field manager role. And uh, then my fifth or fourth year, going on fourth year now, I'm still kind of in that role. Um, sorry, my cat just joined us. Um, anyway, so, uh, fourth year, I, uh, still in that role. And, uh, for the last two years, I have created my own CSA, but during the winter time, I've created a six week CSA in the winter time growing uh, various amounts of vegetables and having preserve items and, and uh, you know, squash, potatoes, sweet potatoes, those things that preserve well, um, onions and garlic, but also having like fresh cut spinach in January or kale or salad mix or carrots that were freshly dug up on uh, in the new year. Um, I started that CSA and uh, I've had a maximum of 20 families um, and uh, yeah, so that, so I have a little bit of experience of growing in the winter, the fall, the spring, and the summer. Um, and that's kind of the reason for doing this is uh, as a CSA farm, you have this large breadth of uh, varieties um, that you grow. And so I've dipped into a little bit of everything and I've seen kind of over the years what works, what doesn't work, and, and what went wrong. And by no means am I an expert at growing everything. Um, a CSA farm kind of is like a jack of all trades, master of none style. So, uh, but yeah, so over the course of the next, uh, however long this goes, um, I'm looking to kind of cover as many vegetables and fruits as I, as I personally have grown. Um, and if we get that far, we'll expand into, um, things I haven't grown and, and maybe get some guests on here. Um, and I might have like little extra episodes here and there where we talk about, maybe GMOs versus organics or uh, composting or um, uh, soil diversity or um, foliar fertilizers, whatever, you know, I might have these one-off episodes, um, you know, tea time extra or tea time with some sugar or I don't know, whatever the name would be. Um, but for the most part, it will just be sticking to, one vegetable per episode and just kind of really deep diving, kind of giving the origin of it, uh, give it a little scientific, little bot botanical um, background to it and then go into experiences and, and what can you, what you can expect. And maybe then I have, I've always kind of 
I'm, I personally am a vegan, so, uh, I, and I cook quite a lot and with vegetables quite a lot, obviously. Um, so I, uh, I would like to also incorporate maybe some, some culinary uses out of this too. Um, because as being a farmer or a gardener, uh, a gardener, you have to know how to use what you're growing. And as a farmer, you have to know how to sell what you're growing. So, uh, it can benefit everyone. Um, but anyway, uh, thank you for listening to this half episode. If you did, um, that's awesome. Please let me know, uh, what can I work on or what can I improve or what you liked? Um, and if you're listening to this in the future, cause you've listened to episodes beforehand. Awesome. Glad you have a little background now and how embarrassed and hopefully I'm not too embarrassing. I'm just kind of getting used to this, uh, podcasting thing. Um, I'd like to do starting this week, get an episode out. And I think I'm going to start with tomatoes. I personally don't like growing tomatoes, um, but they are a make or break crop for a lot of small local farms because they demand so much attention from the clients, uh, from customers, not clients, customers. Um, so they're an interesting uh, crop in the organic uh, farm. So uh, yeah. Anyway, thank you so much. Have a good one.